Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the And we welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I thought I wasn't going to get that out for a second. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. I've got a lot of things I want to talk to you about today. For such a time as this, Father in heaven, we praise you for the freedom that we have through the blood of your Son. We, the people in this land of the free and the home of the brave, desperately need you. Oh, that we would leave our ways of seeking to be blessed and instead seek to bless others. We beg you for your guidance and your wisdom for the leaders of this nation. I ask that you place your hedge of protection around our prayer vice president. Surround them with wise and godly counsel and bless them with the gift of discernment as they listen to the words and the data put before them. We ask you to protect our land from the enemies, both domestic and foreign. Please keep at bay the evil one. Give us strength and boldness to be your beacons of truth and love. May your will always be the desire of our hearts and of this nation. For such a time as this, we trust you, O God, to meet our every need to comfort and to heal this land and the hearts of its people. Amen. Many of you are now stuck at home. Whatever are you doing? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing to keep your time busy? I've already confessed that I've been cleaning closets. and I have to give my husband kudos here because without him, I wouldn't be even getting this done. And he has really got into it and been quite helpful. Very helpful. Uh, we're talking about 34, 35, 36 years of mess. Now, we've been married longer than that, but remember, I lost everything in a fire 12 years after that. So this has accumulated since that time. And I am a clutter bug. And I have a problem. I inherited it from my mother. I have a problem throwing things away. However, we've lived in this house, and we've been remodeling and rebuilding, and we've lived in it while we've been doing all of that from day one, pretty much, to now. And we'll box stuff up, whether it's clothes, whether it's kitchen goods, whether it's just stuff. Box it up, put it back to go through later or to get it out. Yeah, I've been finding things. I've been finding some things <laughs> that I needed. Where has this been all my life? And back out it comes. On one hand, we find memories. On the other hand, we find junk. And if you have a third hand on that other hand, it's like Christmas. Finding usable, wearable stuff once again. Now, we're accumulating large amounts of stuff that we consider to be good and reusable and setting it aside for an, event, for an eventual trip to goodwill or to salvation. Who have already told people who are doing this, <laughs> purging, I must not be the only one purging and cleaning, to hold on to these items. 
that they will need them when we're back to normal, that they expect a huge need at that time. Like you, I watch the president each day as he briefs us all on what's happening and their newest data. The team are the data people of doctors. They are get-it-done kind of folks, and they're full of action. And they're also making changes to make sure this running out of supplies never happens again. We often chuckle about the preppers. In the past, we have chuckled about the preppers. Well, I don't chuckle about them. I, I wished I was a better one. And although if you'd look at my closet, you'd think I was a prepper hoarder. But being prepared is always the right thing to do. And America, on the whole, has not been prepared. We have failed desperately to be prepared from the county level to the state level to the federal level. I wanted to actually have a fun show today. I was going to throw out the question, what is the stupidest question you've heard these journalists ask? You know, it's always the gotcha questions instead of intelligent questions. It's like they aren't even listening when the team members speak. The task force for coronavirus. We'll reach a peak of deaths and probably this week or the next And then we'll see the lines of the death and those who have been tested positive with the disease to slow down. This is what they are seeing according to statistics and logistics and the numbers from other countries, which now is 182 countries infected, affected by the coronavirus. While I wanted to have a fun show for those idiot journalists, not helpful questions, I decided to go another direction. How much more can we take before our economy breaks? Who determines what is essential? If you're a hairstylist and that's your only income and you're non-essential, who will pay those bills if the government or the Locals have told you to shut down. Who's going to pay your bills? They kind of thought you were essential, didn't they? If Americans are in this together, are we not adult enough to make such decisions on our own? While many are not and never will be capable of making such decisions on their own, pandemic orders or no pandemic orders, most of us are able to make good and wise decisions. By now, I dare say, each and every one of us knows of someone who has contracted the disease, and we know of someone who has succumbed from the disease or the complications brought on by the disease. It's real. There's no doubt about that. It's a real challenge for this nation and the people and for other nations. My concern is right here at home, though. I'm glad I'm not in leadership trying to steer a nation of 50 people, 330, I'm sorry, 50 people, of people, 330 million through this death trap of the COVID-19 minesweeper. The reason I decided not to poke fun of the journalists today for their idiot questions like how many deaths are acceptable and yesterday's classic Melania says to wear a mask and you aren't. (laughs) Why aren't you wearing a mask? And then they go after Dr. Fauci. Why aren't you wearing a mask? Such pertinent questions to help a people through and 
well, they remind me of a child trying to debate with a parent when they've been grounded. Not only are we reaching a rough week or two weeks ahead because of the deaths and the sickness, but because each day America is not working is another day closer to a depression, a total collapse of our economy. And then after that, if that should happen, we're going to see a lot of mental health issues, suicides, homeless, more homeless. Our parents and many of your grandparents lived through the Great Depression, and it was not easy. I don't want to see us go through that again. Let's figure out how to blow up this minefield and bring America home once again. We're going to be heading into a break. When we come back, I want to talk about some of the economic sides of this. And I have a letter. That's the reason I really changed my mind today from a real good friend. I haven't seen him in several years, but he's a good friend. He was very instrumental in helping me get this show going. And he's written a letter to the governor of the state of Missouri, which I think all of you will find interesting how he puts things together. He wants what's best for this nation, too. But right now, his business is out of business. What are we going to do, America? Who decides what is essential and what is he? Who is essential? Maybe the American people, consumers and customers, need to make a few decisions. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We will be right back. Our founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. Melody Cedarstrom and CSE Talk Radio team up as Common Sense Voices of Integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each weekday morning. Visit CSE Talk Radio. We both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions. There is a wealth of misinformation out there. Let Melody and Beth Ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading 1-800-375-4188 or online at dgscoins.com. Melody and Beth Ann are strong forces together working to preserve liberty and bring America home. 
Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is their own manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code Bethann and receive 10% off your LibertyTabletop.com. Returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I don't remember what show it was or movie it was I watched. It was years and years ago. And and the person had a um, a problem with, I think, what do they call it when you steal stuff unknowingly? You just pick it up. Kleptomania. Kleptomania. And had something, and it happened to be a female that was doing... No, maybe it wasn't a female. I don't remember. It doesn't matter, male or female. And the other person that was in the show was, you've been finding things again. (laughs) There was a thief. They were finding things. Well, I don't know that they were thieving. I just It just made me think of that. But Puerto Rico discovers protective supply. A whole bunch of it. Amid the... COVID-19. Now, this was when they had, uh, you know, the hurricane, and we set all kinds of supplies down there and kind of got lost. Uh Well, somebody's been finding things, (laughs) and they have found a whole bunch of what they need to fight the coronavirus. Hallelujah. So, and I don't know how badly they have been affected there in Puerto Rico. But they found masks and freighters and all kinds of uh, hospital gowns and equipment that is going to be needed for COVID. So they've been finding things. Now, President Donald Trump, and I, I kind of look forward to these uh, these uh, press conferences if uh, for no other reason. I, I understand it's kind of the same thing. They show their little... Their little uh, chart of what you should and should not do, you know, cover your mouth, use your elbow if you're going to cough or sneeze and and wash your hands a lot and wash your hands again and uh, don't touch your face, which is a big problem for me. And I was kind of laughing yesterday because we're on we're on live on Facebook. So everybody can see me when I have to scratch my nose or push my hair out of my face. And it's it's a constant thing. And I've got some allergies. I don't have covid. I have some allergies going on. So the little nose likes to drip or itch and the eyes are itching and water. And it's like, you know, I'm constantly touching my face. (laughs) So I'm a very poor example. Unlike Melania, who is a very good example, I'm a very poor example. But uh, I do wash my hands. And I I found some rubbing alcohol in my (laughs) one of these finding things, you know. This was uh, part of the cleaning of the closets that was 91 proof. So I had an old squirt bottle and I filled that up cuz I didn't get to the I didn't get to the store in time to buy all the disinfectant <laughs> wipes to carry with you and all that. And um 
So I carry that little spray bottle. Oh, I've lost it. It was, I switched purses. It wasn't Uh-oh. in my purse. Did you take my alcohol? And I thought you were safe. I, I, I still have. I still have soap. I touched your coffee cup. That's okay. Hot coffee gets rid of coronavirus. I think they should be checking into that. Well, Trump has been warning us, and I'll put these jokes aside. I apologize. But we've got to see light of things. You've got to look on the brighter side of things. I might have to go find my alcohol. I don't know what happened to that. Somebody stole it. (laughs) Anyway, somebody's been finding things. He did say that the next two weeks are going to be very rough. Now, there's not a one of us, like I said in our monologue, that doesn't know somebody now, either closely or indirectly, that has had the virus, contracted the virus, has a family member who has contracted the virus, stood beside a co-worker who has contracted the virus, or worse yet, someone who has life has been taken by the virus, either directly or because of complications it's real and we can't deny that we can't deny that at all but we also can't deny what's happening here in our land economically with people not working now one of the uh, Fox talk shows last week and I believe it was Tucker Carlson. He's done a really good job, although he's been under a lot of fire, for covering different sides of this mess. The economic disaster that this could cause, already has caused, is going to be substantial to the United States of America and to your state, wherever you are. I found it interesting in something that uh, Tucker was talking about, and I uh, asked Rudy to find an article on that, and it's Sweden. Sweden is the only country that's not overreacted. Now, they have reacted, and they are telling people to wear masks, and they are telling people to wash their hands and to be careful and proper hygiene and blah, 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 blah. But instead of... uh, Only 10 people in a gathering. They're allowing people to go to work. There are 50 people in a gathering. They're letting the consumer decide who's essential and not essential. So if you decide you don't want your hairdresser to sneeze on top of your head, (laughs) they don't do that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I just creeped him out. Then you don't go to your hairdresser. But if you need your hairdresser, I got a big kick out of one of the uh, hosts on uh, one of the talk show host. I'm not going to say what show or give the name or anything, but I noticed it'd been probably about two or three or four weeks since she'd been to her hairdresser. I already told what gender. And (laughs) she had skunky hair. Um, So everybody's being affected by this. If you watch these, these talk shows on TV, you know, they're using Skype or Google or whatever videos where some of them are really poor quality. And, uh, so we're all suffering through this. But Sweden has, they believe the more people that are exposed, the, the better the, um, the growth of the, uh, immune system is going to be to this. And so they're not, and only time will tell whether they've been the wise ones or the not-so-wise ones, but they're leaving it up to the people. Now, it also said in this article, which really kind of surprised me, said in contrast to multi-generational homes common in Mediterranean 
countries. More than half of Swedish households are made of one person. Not one family, but one person, which limits the risk of spread. So they're already at an advantage there. I didn't know that of Sweden. But the goal is to slow it down, the amount of new people getting infected, so that health care gets a reasonable chance to take care of them. And that's why we've reacted so largely here in the United States. And when we look at New York and New Jersey and is it Cincinnati, Ohio, that's been hit so hard? When we look at these big cities and how hard they've been hit, we can understand some of the restrictions. But who do who are we to decide or who is government to decide who and what is essential? I remember I read an article several years ago that during the Great Depression, makeup was still something that women didn't quit buying. Makeup was even more important for going to those job uh, interviews, trying to keep a job, get a job. Makeup, make yourself feel good. Because back then there was a lot of the women that were at home. But you felt better. If you had your face on, I always call it putting my face on and taking my face off. You felt better about yourself. You know, I, I've had a producer tease me when I was in here by myself. He said, why, are, why do you wear makeup? Why don't you just come in here in your jammies and blah, 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 blah. And I go, because I feel more like working. And when I worked for my late boss, I had a couple of days a month I worked at home to do his newsletter because he was quite disruptive at times. So I had to get away from him so I could do his newsletter for him. I still got up and put my makeup on and fixed my hair and my perfume and blah, 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 because it made me feel better to work. So the makeup is still sold during the Great Depression. I think it, men wanted that to happen, too. <laughs> <laughs> put your face on, please. Rudy says, fix your face. The economist, Steve Moore, I've been watching a lot of interviews with him. Uh, he... Uh, He's concerned, and he said if we keep this up till May 1st, we could be facing a potential Great Depression. Now, May 1st is just around the corner, my friends. I know, I think the new number here, the new date, is April 24th. That's here in Missouri. I assume that's pretty much everywhere, because they've been trying to follow the president's line on this. We went from the... From the card of 15 days to 30 days. And I want to talk about what this is going to do. And I have a letter. I'm, I'm going to read it before the show is over. But I want to talk about a few things before I get to this letter. Should you, the consumer, decide what's essential and not essential? The customers? And if there's anything we've figured out, China ain't our friend. Cutter reminds me of Finding Nemo whenever the shark that was trying to give up eating fish. Fish are friends. Fish are friends. Sharks are not your friend. And you're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Can we get through the COVID-19 minesweeper game? I think we can. If we all stick together. And we'll be right back. I lay my heart on these tracks. Hello, I'm
I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. For centuries, those who raise, breed, and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from legal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the Cavalry Group. Membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website, group.com. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-759-5081. That's 800-759-5081. 800-759-5081. Do we lack enthusiasm and understanding of the word liberty? Do we weep for liberty which we have lost? Or do we simply not understand the substance and sacrifice for which we were once privileged? Liberty. Webster defines liberty as the state of being free with from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's life, behavior, or political views. Today we seem to want restrictions. Government micromanaging our lives? But do we realize the cost? Alexander Hamilton once stated, There is a certain enthusiasm in liberty that makes human nature rise above itself in acts of bravery and heroism. As a republic, we the people must guard the liberty of others. We must continue the enthusiasm that will make men free. Visit CSCTalkRadio.com, where Beth Ann puts enthusiasm and common sense back into American liberty as she brings America home.
have returned. You're listening to radio. This is Beth Ann. Now, all of us know local hairdressers or nail salons or tanning salons or spas or whatever. Not that I frequent them that often, but I do have a, a hair salon that I go to and I get my nails done occasionally and they're being shut down. They're being shut down. Now, both the ones that I know that I use, they're not a chain or a franchise. They are individual owners. They own their business. And while the hair salon has employees, the nail salon does not. She is a single proprietor. She only It's only her. That's all she does. And she does it extremely well. Day in and day out, and it's been shut down. Because, according to the government, it's non-essential. Well, I'd say that her bill collectors would think it was essential, because that's what she has to do to pay the bills. Pay the rent, to pay the house bills, the electricity, to pay the bills. So who decides what's essential? I think we'd been better off to shut the government down than to shut America down. Now, I know that was a flip remark, but you stop and think about it. Well, Stephen Moore and, I, and I've heard Peter Navarro, both of them are very, very concerned about what's going on. Now, Peter Navarro is the director um, he's the director of Office of uh, Trade and Manufacturing Policies, and I've heard him. <laughs> he wants to bring manufacturing back, is my understanding, and he's not happy with China. Stephen Moore is an economist, and I heard he get up. He was telling what this last package that Congress passed, you know, while everybody's for helping Americans— it went over and above beyond the call of their duty. And he says, Americans, we're already $23 trillion in, net, in debt, and now they've got another $2.2 trillion, and they're talking about doing another one. Where are they going to get it? Where is that money coming from? You've got America shut down. You're not going to be getting that tax dollar, are you? Where is that coming from? Because both of these salons that I was talking about, they bring in a lot of revenue in their counties, in their little towns. A lot. They are busy, busy, busy until now. It's these small offices these small businesses that make America go round. <laughs> the economist Stephen Moore has said that we're looking at this as a Great Depression. It's going to happen if we don't stop it, if we don't put America back to work. We've got to get them back to work. He said during 1993, the unemployment rate was 25%. We could be looking at 23% shortly. What do you think, America? Is this just a mini vacation for everybody? Are the bills going to be forgiven? Your house payments, your rent? I'm hurting. It's nothing new for me. <laughs> I usually have a little something coming in. 
what are we going to do? The president wants to get things started back up, and he's got he's got data people, statistics with their graphs and their charts, telling him, "Oh no, we're going to raise." It's going to go down and level out, and then you can bring people back to work. But Sweden is doing it the other way around. They're trusting the people to be smart. And we'll, like I said, we'll see down the road if that's the wisest way to attack it or not. Well, I don't know about you, but I think it's time to get America back to work. We've seen what the China influence has done. I have an article here from a sheriff out of, uh, that's out of Maine, I believe it is. Yes. And uh, they're a Democrat governor, and I'm just going to say she's a Democrat. There's Republican governors doing the same. It's not because of that. I think they're listening to the president and his team, and they are concerned about the lives of the people. And they're looking at that first. But it's an executive order that requires all out-of-state travelers to self-quarantine for 14 days. Now, this isn't really anything new. The first 15 days when we had this, I have a grandson that he and his wife, they were, their college was shut down. She's out of school, but she works for the school. And uh, so they were going to take a trip while they were off to go see his sister who lives in another state. And the college told them if they did that when they got back, they would be enforced 14-day quarantine, no matter what. Now, we didn't have the tests then. Now we've got the tests. I don't know if they're going to automatically just test everybody or what they're going to do. That's a little scary, too. And if you test clear, you get to go to work. And if you don't, if you have the immune, if you're immune to the bug, you get to go to work. And if you've not and you've stayed inside and you haven't been exposed to it and you don't have an immunity, you're going to be punished for that. Think about it. Well, anyway, this... this um, this sheriff is telling everyone to abide by the hygiene rules. Be smart. But he said he's not going to make this a police state. Stopping people on the road and giving them tickets or arresting them for traveling when they shouldn't have traveled. My uh, late boss used to say, show me your papers. He said, we're not in Nazi Germany. The sheriff's office will not purposefully go out and stop vehicles because they are on the road or stop and ask why people are out and about. To do so puts our officers at risk. You know, I don't recall them saying you couldn't get out and take a drive. I don't recall them saying that. I went out yesterday in town here and and, uh, there was a lot of traffic. Not much this morning, but there was yesterday. People were getting out and driving around. I don't know what they were doing. I didn't stop them and ask them. They didn't ask me what I was doing. (laughs) This is not Nazi Germany. You were not told you couldn't get out and about. You were told not to uh, get in groups larger than 10. Gary Sinise is really upset at 3M really upset. He says, so we're not all together? We're not in this all together because 3M together? Guess where 3M is? Where they make these things? China. That's where they make them? In China. Have you found the 
common denominator yet in all of this mess? Is it not China? The coronavirus came from China. Our stuff is made in China. And so we are relying on China to make us sick and then make us well. China. So the mainstream media and the left of the Democrats, they want to praise the China and call the uh, president xenophobic. Cruel, racist, because he won't let people come in here from China. Well, he's not letting anybody come in from anywhere else. And until we started infecting one another inside our borders, most of the coronavirus that came here was from people traveling outside the country to China, to Europe, other, other places, brought it in. That's what a pandemic is. It hops from country to country. And now we have 182 countries infected with the coronavirus, which came from China, whether it came from their wet market or escaped from a laboratory where they do experiments. Makes no difference, does it? But here it is. And we are finding out, America, how relying we are on China. I don't want to be dependent on China. I want to be an independent America. And the consumer and the customers are the ones that can make that happen. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. As a business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business, and larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend Cover Wallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. Cover Wallet is help tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call Cover Wallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get deep discounts on MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. I use MyPillow and so does my husband. We sleep better and wake more refreshed, ready to conquer a new day. You can get deep discounts on MyPillows, mattress choppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, Mike is bringing back the bobo offer for the my pillows that's right buy one my pillow and get another one absolutely free remember all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty just go to mypillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on my pillow products including the buy one get one free enter promo code beth ann call 1-800-978-6168 for these great radio specials 
Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, first place in journalism, Gold Medal Award. So many honors, great photos, and wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, brush strokes and balladeers, the M-Bar, the call of the cow country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann said. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. This is uh, the letter that uh, Paul is sending to the governor or has already sent to the governor. And um, he says, Governor Mike Parsons, you and I have spent much of our life raising and caring for livestock. Treatment plans for virus outbreaks in livestock and humans are not too different. So please take a couple of minutes and consider this. On April 6th, your stay-at-home order goes into effect for all of Missouri. In the press conference announcing this new statewide order, you said 19 Missouri residents had died from the corona COVID-19 virus. That is point. Zero 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 three oh nine of our state population. Nineteen of sixteen million people. Context matters. Perhaps that statement should be nineteen died with the C nineteen virus. How many had pre existing conditions? Were there any on hospice? How many were in the high-risk categories? We know that not all who seek to be tested are allowed to be tested. There has not yet been a random sampling of the population, so no one truly knows how contagious or how dangerous this is. But we do know that this is the first time in history that normal, healthy citizens have been ordered to stay at home instead of sick, contagious, or at-risk citizens. 
Quarantine is when you lock down the sick. Tyranny is when you lock down the healthy. Ka-ching. <laughs> Continuing to the current strategy of flattening the curve has delayed consequences. Suppose you deserved a suppose you discovered a virus amongst your herd of cattle. Separate half into the essential cows who get to mingle in one pasture, then divide the other half of the herd into paddocks of, to separate them, except for trips to the water trough and mineral feeder in the same pasture as the essential cows. Then two weeks later, let all the cattle back into one group again. See how that saves lives? Well, no, it does not. All the cattle still get exposed to the virus. It would be prudent to quarantine many sick at in, at, or at-risk cattle from the herd, not the opposite as we are doing today with Missouri citizens. We sw- You swore an oath to the Missouri and the U.S. Constitution. The oath is to protect the rights and liberty of all Missouri citizens, not just a few, to protect all our rights all the time. The Constitution does not say, set aside these rights in times of crisis. In fact, it is in times of crisis that it is of most importance. It is most important that you step up and defend everyone's rights. You have chosen one group of Missouri citizens over others based on very incomplete information. The problem with half-truths is that you may get the wrong half. I realize that you are faced with tough choices that will have made out that will have bad outcomes and unintended consequences either way. There are various strategies debated by doctors and scientists, and one is that the sooner everyone is exposed and at some point we all will be, the sooner it will pass and we can restart a Missouri's economy. Heal the huge damage caused to Missouri small businesses that were forced to shut down. A strong economic system is vital for both liberty and health. Increased anxiety, depression, suicide, hunger, and damaged families are certain consequences of the existing strategy. Economic destruction has consequences. We have seen an incremental Increase in governmental control since this started. First banning groups of 1,000, then 250, and now 10. The end data, the end date keeps getting kicked back, kicked down the field based on fear, not science. It's time to stop this insanity and put Missouri back to work. Let's focus on protecting those at high risk and let the other 5.9 million Missouri citizens go back to their normal life. I certainly believe you want to do the right thing and have been getting a lot of pressure from those who believe in big government. Please make the April 24th end date set in stone and start the path to restoring Missouri. Yes, it will be a bumpy ride, but we need to start the journey soon or it will be too late for too many of our citizens. When we look back at a few months from now, 
Will the legacy of Governor Parsons be the total destruction of Missouri's economy or the protection of Missouri citizens' liberty while doing all we can to help those when they get exposed to the C-19 virus? Paul Hamby, father, small business owner, Missouri. You know, you could just as easily send that same letter, change the word Missouri to just the United States or to any state, and it would be pertinent. We're in this together, except for certain companies that are loyal to China, which the American people will deal with shortly. In quick order, I hope. I believe President Trump has been playing nice right now because he's concerned about you. He wants so bad to get America back to work. Maybe a letter like Paul's would help him understand where the American people are. The one, I think he was a lieutenant governor or an attorney general of another state. He said, I have grandchildren and I'm willing to go to work and risk my life so that this country is still here for them. And they don't have to suffer through a Great Depression. That's love. That's statesmen. That's somebody fighting for our nation. Are we really in a COVID-19 minesweeper that we're so afraid to click on the next spot for fear of a bomb blowing up? America. Missouri, Ohio, Kansas, Illinois. You are the ones, and we're going to talk about this tomorrow. You are the ones, the consumer, the customer. You're the ones that'll tell them what is essential and not essential. Now, you still need to do as that sheriff said from Maine. You still need to be wise. You're still, you still need to respect this virus. But shouldn't we always? Did we just get a little lazy in our hand washing and our face touching? Isn't it time? Isn't it time that we, the people, the real business owners, small businesses, consumers, customers, stood up to this virus to bring America home? 